Hate what is evil and cling to what is good. That's what Scripture says. Good morning, Christian America. That's what we're going to talk about today as we focus on the family this Friday here on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. We're going to talk about evil. And over the next series of podcasts, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about evil. What is evil? Uh, And then how do we overcome evil? And why is it so important to overcome evil? Because what does it do to ourselves, to our inner selves? What does it do to our families? What does it do to those close to us? What if we allow evil to fester and and, and what happens uh, amongst the community? amongst our co-workers, amongst our church, amongst our state, our city, our country. We can expand it ever uh, to encompass the world. What is evil? Uh, what does Scripture say about evil? And, and, and what are we doing in our lives to overcome this evil, to call it for what it is? We're going to focus on that and more this morning as we focus on the family this Friday. So let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company. Coming to you on this Friday, on another Friday. Hopefully you've had a great week. And then on this Friday, as we prepare to go into the weekend, we can focus on the family. We can focus on the, the things that matter most to us. We can focus on those closest to us. Right here on the only podcast for Christian Americans by Christian Americans. And today we're going to focus on, we're going to focus on evil. Now, um... Romans 9, chapter, or, or Romans 12, verse 9, Paul says, hate what is evil. That's a four-letter sentence right there that, uh, that encompasses a lot because we're taught not to hate. We're, we're taught not to hate each other. We're, we're taught not to judge one another, right? At least that's what uh, most people try to, uh, try to spout when, when Christian Americans uh, try to lay out what's good and what's right and what's righteous. And there's always a constant conversation and a constant bickering and conflict about what is righteous, what, what is good, and who determines good, and where did that determination come from? Well, as Christian Americans, we believe that you know God sets what's good. And in Scripture, when He creates things, He calls them good. He creates man and woman. He, he, he calls them good. And when He sets a, a, a family so that they may be one, that's good. When he creates the heavens and the earth, he calls it good. When he creates light, he calls it good. Okay, so we believe that God calls things good. And and why does God call things good? God calls things good when they're used as he created. Now, we can take things that he created, misuse them, and those things would not be called good. But in this case, Paul's talking about evil. And he says specifically, Scripture says specifically, hate what is evil. He didn't say hate the people that do evil. Christ lays out that argument pretty clearly when he he says not to hate your enemies, to love your enemies. But it specifically says hate what is evil. So what is evil? The evil acts that take place and the evil acts that take place, not only are we not to take part in those things, but we are to hate them and to speak out against them. We should be uh, helping others not participate in them. And that's clear. 
that's clear from Scripture. It's clear from Scripture in, in, in Romans. And it's also clear in Scripture in Matthew. Where Jesus himself, and he's teaching his, uh, his followers on the Sermon on the Mount. After the Sermon on the Mount. And, and he's, he's teaching them the new way to think. The, 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 the spirit of the law that Moses laid out. And he specifically says that he didn't come to eliminate the law. He came to fulfill the law. And that the law still exists. The moral laws laid out in, by Moses and the commandments still exist. And that we are to abide by them. And Jesus has come to explain them, fulfill the prophecies and provide the revelation of what the spirit of the law entails and he says specifically that anyone who sets who's anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly so someone who does not listen to the law who sets them aside and doesn't pay attention to them and then teaches someone teaches others to do the same to do accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven but whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven it's clear and it's clear in, in in what christ lays out is that there is a right and a wrong there's a moral right and wrong the right has been given us, given to us in Scripture. It's been laid out in example after example. Uh, Jesus continues to reiterate these same examples over and over, uh, referencing the Old Testament and the, the, the law that we live by. What is morally just? What is morally just and what is morally right? And he's saying that we must follow it. Not only must we follow it, but we must teach others to do the same. And if we teach others to do the same, we will, we will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. It's powerful. That is powerful. Because the prophecies have laid out, the prophets have laid out, that we will, there will come a time where man is corrupted where we will call good evil and we will call evil good. We will put darkness for light and light for darkness. And we will put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And doesn't it seem like that's what's going on today? For those of you who are trying to keep up, that's Isaiah 520. So Isaiah 520, Isaiah prophesies. He doesn't, he doesn't just say that there's going to come a time when that happens. He says, woe unto them that call good evil and evil good that put lark, uh, lightness I put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter woe to them so so again th this is the constant theme of the bible of scripture there's many themes but this and this is one of the most important that we must recognize evil and if we looked around our country today, if we looked around the world today, if we looked around the community today, if we looked around our own household today, if we looked around our own church today, how many people are trying to call evil good and trying to call good evil?
How many people around our country are doing that? How many people are on TV trying to do that? How many politicians are on TV and commercials trying to do that? They're trying to tell you that evil is good and good is evil. I just gave you three passages in which in scripture, both Paul, Isaiah, who's prophes- who, who receives his prophecy from God and Christ himself essentially say, woe to those who would do this thing. It's incumbent upon us as parents, as Christian American parents, as Christian American adults, as Christian Americans in our communities, in our families, in our organizations, in our church. It's incumbent upon us to keep an eye out for what is evil. We could argue, and many do, about the validity of what is good and what is righteous and what would Jesus do. There there are many people who make those arguments, and we do too. But essentially what happens is you have one person on one side saying, Jesus would do this, and I know he would. And the other person would say, Jesus would do this, and I know he would. And they're just saying those same words over and over and over again. When scripture will tell what is good and what Jesus did do and what Jesus did say. But even within them, they try to twist the text from time to time and make excuses uh, as to what is good and what is not. So it's much easier if you, if you find yourself in this problem, if, you're, if you find yourself in a dilemma of what would Jesus do, what, what should I do, what should I support, who should I support, who is right, who, whose ideas should I be on board with, and you can't come up with who's right, look at it from the other perspective, who's wrong. What do we know? Because you, sometimes right is not an easy answer, but wrong is always an easy answer. Scripture just tells you specifically in those three passages that I said to hate what is evil. So should we accept it what it's evil? No, it doesn't say we should accept what's de- evil. Does it say that we should tolerate what is evil? No, does, it doesn't. Does it say that we should just ignore what is evil? How about that? You know what? That's their life. I'm not, uh, that's not a part of my family. Uh, you know, he's, they got their own life. They got their own perspective on things. You know, th- there's many excuses that people come up with to try to ignore what is evil. Scripture doesn't say that. It doesn't say ignore it. It doesn't say accept it. It doesn't say tolerate it. It says to hate it. If it's evil, you should hate it. If it's evil, it's come from the evil one. And if it's come from the evil one, it's not meant to do us good. It's not meant to help us out. It's not meant to lift us up. It's not meant to give us joy. It's not meant for us to for to, to give us happiness. Because it's evil. And if it's evil, it must be defeated. And how do you defeat evil? Do you defeat evil with evil? No, scripture says you defeat evil with good. So here you have what's evil coming from the evil one to do evil things to yourself, to your family, to your community, to your country. How do you defeat that? You defeat that with good. Now, where does good come from? Comes from Christ, comes from God, comes from God, comes from giving, doing Uh, and acting 
on the gifts that God gave you in a manner in which he did give them. He's given you gifts. He's given you gifts. If he's given you the gift of conversation, if he's given you the gift of influence, it's good. But if you don't use it for good, you're betraying that gift. When you use that gift of influence, that gift of conversation, the gift of gab, and you use it to scam people out of money, if you use it to talk people out of their savings, if you use it to con the elderly, you're doing it wrong. You're turning the good gifts that God's given you and you're using them for evil. And that people who see that, that wasted gift, that wasted talent, that are followers of Christ are required to speak out, to hate the act of betraying God's gift and getting that person to use God's gifts the way that God intended. And that's what we're here to talk about because we're talking about, we're trying to focus on the family this Friday and, and those closest to you, you know, you know best of all. You know your family best of all. You know your friends best of all. And they know you. You are ground zero in the war against evil. You are ground zero. So it's time for you to put on that full armor of God that Paul talks about in Ephesians to arm yourself with knowledge arm yourself with knowledge of self knowledge of scripture knowledge of Christ's word arm yourself with the greatness of this nation of this country with the information that is easily available it's easy accessible and teach those around you. Build up those around you. We just came off of the 4th of July last week. And we talked extensively on the podcast about the greatness of the nation. I talked about it on the 4th and I talked about it again on the 5th last week. If you have any questions, go back to last Friday, July 5th on the podcast and re-listen to it. The greatness of this nation is that it was built on the idea of moral people. It was built by moral people that were followers of Christ, that understood that we were all equal in God's eyes. And that was good. That God put us here for a reason, for good works to lay laid in advance for us. And those good works to those men were to create a nation centered on Christ, where, where each individual was viewed as if they were viewed from Christ with inalienable rights that were endowed by the Creator, and everyone is equal under the eyes of God. And that is the idea, that is the American idea. That is the idea that founded this country. If you don't know that, you need to read about it. You need to pick up the Constitution. It's a very small document. It's very easily re uh, readable. 
If you're not familiar with scripture, you need to pick up the Holy Bible and you need to read it. You can't read it all at once, but you can take sizable chunks. And if, if you can't do that because you just don't have time or you think you don't have time, you can come to this podcast. Every Wednesday, we go down story by story, step by step through the New Testament. And we're not that far into it. So you can show up on Wednesday with your Bible in hand and we'll talk about the New Testament. We'll talk about what Christ says. We'll talk about scripture. We'll talk about the passages and what it means. And we'll try to relate it to what you have going on today. Because at the end of the day, what we need is we need a more Christ-filled nation. But in order to have a more Christ-filled nation, we need a more Christ-filled community. And in order to have a more Christ-filled community, we need a more Christ-filled family. And that's why we're here on Fridays, to focus on the family. And how do we focus on the family? By reading scripture. By spending quality time with your children, with your wife, with your husband, with your mother, with your father, with your brothers, with your sisters, with your aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews, whatever the situation that you find yourself in, with your neighbors to your left and to your right, building a community centered not around sports, not definitely not around politics, but around the word of God, around what is good and what is not evil because what is evil evil would be to be at each other's throats evil would be to hate your neighbors and to try to do things to them to make them mad see how much easier it is to find out what is what is evil than it is to find out what is good if you're causing harm to somebody, if you're causing pain to somebody, if you're causing stress to somebody, if you're causing anxiety to somebody, that's evil. And we hate that. We don't hate you, but we hate that. Why? Because scripture says so, Romans 12, verse nine. So what I'm here to say is that it's important as you enter into the world this Friday, as you finish up this week, as you wrap up this week, extend a hand to your fellow employees. Extend a hand to your fellow colleagues. Extend a hand to your fellow uh, classmates if you're in school. Extend a hand. Call up your family member. Bring them into the fold. Center yourself around Christ bring them with you it's not easy this life is not easy being a christian in america in the world right now is not easy but we have to maintain we have to sustain we have to educate ourselves and push forward not for us but for him not for us, but for our children. Not for us, but for our family. Not for us, but for the next generation. Not for us, but for our countrymen. Not for us. Because if it's not us, then who will it be? 
if it's not us that makes this community, that makes this country, that makes our families more loving, more compassionate, more Christ-focused, most, most, more Christ-centered. If it's not us, then who is it going to be? And are we going to run into hardships? Absolutely. Are we going to run into people that are evil, trying to stop us, trying to impede our progress? 100%. And it's our job to fight that. But we can't do it unless, you're, unless you have ammunition. And that ammunition comes in two main documents. That's the Constitution of the United States. And the, the number one is Holy Scripture. And if you're armed with those two, then there isn't any anything that you can come across that you can't defeat. When you have scripture by your side, you have all the answers to the, not only to your world, but to everyone's world. Not only now, but of the past and of the present and of the future. When you have scripture in your hands, you have the keys to the kingdom. You have exactly what Christ wants out of you. You have exactly what God says you should do. You have exactly the blueprint on how to act, how to behave, how to speak to one another, how to live with one another, how to raise children, what is good and what is right and what is just and what is evil, and then how to respond to what is evil. And we hate it and we fight it and we defeat it and we do it with love. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we want to remind you that if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, first of all, thank you, each and every one of you, part of the Christian American community, for continuing to support our movement. We are gaining more followers each and every day. We're gaining more viewers each and every day. That is a testament to you, not a testament to us. If you if you haven't gone or if this is the first time you're watching uh, this podcast, go to any one of the social media sites, whether it be Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, Anchor, Spotify, any one of these, any any uh, uh, Apple podcast, I mean, Google podcast, there should be no shortage of where to find the Good Morning Christian America podcast where you can get this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, where we focus on education, inspiration of the Christian American community and trying to and trying to inform you guys and inspire you guys and educate you guys on what's important in living a Christian American life, where we're dedicated to Christ first and the love of this country, our countrymen, not just today, but we're dedicated to the existence of it until Christ returns. So go there if you haven't already. If this is your first time, go to one of those sites. You can also go to ChristianAmericanTees.com if you want to contribute to the Christian American community where you can get a Christian American tea tank. Sweatshirts and hoodies are going to be a little bit warm right now, but I know some of you like to wear hoodies and, and sweatshirts around the house. You can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's all one word, ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank sweatshirt hoodie. I got a uh, a pretty cool Christian American tank just the other day. I can wear it when I go to the gym, wear it when I work out. Christian American tees look something similar to what I got on right here. 
okay, with the Christian, uh, traditional Christian American logo. Let the world know that you are a Christian first. You are a Christian American. You're not African American. You're not Hispanic American. You're not Asian American. You're not any of those other stuff that you can't choose. But you can choose Christ. That's what matters. It matter. What matters is what you can choose in this life, and then the choices that you do make. And if you're a Christian American, you choose Christ first. You choose Christ first. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that uh, we are here Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, and periodically, again, tune in uh, to the podcast. Check us out on all the social media sites. And until we see you guys Monday, stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Stay. Keep pushing for Christ. Keep pushing the envelope for Christ. Keep spreading his word. Keep spreading his message. Quit, keep spreading his love in whatever form you have to do that in. If you do it on, on video, great. Do it on video. We support it. If you do it on audio, great. We support it. If you're doing it face-to-face, if you're doing it in small groups, men's groups, women's groups, we support that. If you're doing it and you're making Christian American uh, uh, movies or TV shows or faith-based anything, we support you. If you're making uh, Christian music, we support you. If you're doing a prison ministry, we support you. If you're doing youth ministry, we support you. We support the proliferation of Christian American values across this nation because it's lacking and it's been lacking. But together, we can revitalize our nation. We can revamp the Christian American movement here in this country. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire for Christ. You stay blessed until Monday. Good morning, Christian America.